This is the Old Radio Show's podcast. Another Knock Full House coffee, George? Sure. Pour me a cup, Gracie. You know, Knock Full House is always good to the last drop. That drop's good, too. Yes, it's Maxwell House Coffee Time, starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. With yours truly, Toby Reed, Gail Gordon, Irene Tedrow, Dick Crenna, Mary Lee Robb, Dick Ryan, Harry Lubin, the Maxwell House Orchestra, and Bill Goodwin. For America's Thursday night comedy enjoyment, it's George and Gracie. And for America's everyday coffee-drinking enjoyment, it's Maxwell House. Always good to the last drop. George and Gracie returned from their summer vacation last evening, and we find them now having breakfast on their first morning at home. That is, George is having breakfast. Gracie is peering through the window with a pair of high-powered binoculars. Gracie, what's the big idea? Some new neighbors moved into the corner house while we were gone. I want to see what kind of people they are. Put down the binoculars and eat your breakfast. Oh, there seems to be three of them. One of them has a black mustache. Gracie. Oh, now I see. It's a man and a woman and a girl. The man is the one with the mustache. (laughs) I'll bet the woman and the girl are jealous. Oh, the uh, man and woman look to be about middle age. And the girl's about 18. Well, sounds like a husband, wife, and daughter. Yeah. Wonder which is which. <laughs> well, this is just a wild guess, but I'd say that the man is the father, the woman is the mother, and the girl is the daughter. Not necessarily. Middle-aged men sometimes marry young girls. Yeah, but they don't have middle-aged children. <laughs> oh, maybe they adopted one. Nobody would adopt a middle-aged child. Why not? It'd be better than a baby. At night when you walk the floor with it, you'd have someone to talk to. <laughs> look, Gracie... You've got to keep an open mind in these things, George. You just can't look at three neighbors and decide who they are. Maybe it's a man and his mother and a babysitter. Yes. Or maybe it's a Secret Service agent, a singing teacher, and Margaret Truman. <laughs> Let's invite when them we're sociable, we will, Gracie. Yes. Well, whoever they are, they're in a strange neighborhood, so let's be extra nice to them. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll turn on the trunk. Yeah, that's the idea. If you see the woman of the house, tell her how young and pretty she looks. Women like to hear that, you know. I know. Even women who aren't young and pretty like to hear it. I guess. <laughs> well, don't worry. I'll, uh, I'll spread it on. Mm-hmm. I wonder what kind of people they'll turn out to be. I'd better have another look through the binoculars. Gracie, for a solid hour, you've been staring at those new, at those new neighbors. Shame on you and give me those binoculars. Yes, sir. Hmm. Man has got a mustache. <laughs> Daddy's not eating, Aunt Martha. Guess he misses Mom's cooking. Is something wrong, Fred? You keep looking out the window. I believe there's a neighbor staring at us through binoculars. Binoculars? Either he's looking through binoculars or he has very long eyeballs. <laughs> Let me see. Which house is it? That one. I thought no one lived there. Well, they arrived last evening, apparently from a vacation. 
Who are they, Fred? I don't know, Martha. There are two of them. A rather elderly gentleman and his young daughter. <laughs> oh, that's well. Someone for me to pal around with. But how do you know she's his daughter? She carried in the suitcases. <laughs> no sign of a wife? Not that I could see. I'll bet he's a widower. My horoscope definitely said I'd meet one today. Maybe at last we've moved into the right neighborhood. I hope so, Martha. The only one in Los Angeles we haven't tried. Uh. <laughs> yes, Daddy, we keep moving around trying to get Aunt Martha married, but what about me? You're a child, Emily. Your Aunt Martha is a widow. Oh, but gee, Daddy, Harold and I love each other. He sends me, and I send him. Well, the next time you send him, ask him not to return. <laughs> but, Daddy, help. We'll discuss it when your mother returns from her visit. Speaking of your sister's return, Martha, wouldn't she be surprised to find you romantically involved with our neighbor? Oh, yes. Maybe even married and moved out. Uh, you've been with us for 12 years. We'd miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Aunt Martha, uh, that widower just went out the front door and he's headed this way. What a golden opportunity to meet him. I'll just happen to be in the front yard as he passes by. Oh, isn't it exciting, Emily? You may have a new uncle. Oh, I think it's super, Aunt Martha, but death. Here, Martha, take along some of these cookies you baked last night. They're delicious. But, Daddy, if he's a widower, he's looking for romance. At his age, he'll settle for cooking. <laughs> Ain't misbehaving all by myself. Ain't misbehaving all happy on the show. Good morning. Oh. Good morning. You're the new neighbor. Yes, I'm Mrs. Dayton. I'm Mr. Burns. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Mr. Burns. Oh, the pleasure is all mine, Mrs. Dayton. I'm indeed fortunate to live in the same neighborhood with such a charming and lovely woman. Oh, have a cookie. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I see you're quite domestic. Yes. Oh, there's a tiny spot on your suit. Would you care to come in and let me take it off? Huh? Uh, the spot, that is. <laughs> well, I have to get downtown right now, but I appreciate the offer. Believe me, it's a mighty lucky man who finds a wife like you. <laughs> Have a cookie. Come in. Hello. I'm Emily from down on the corner. Hello. I'm Gracie from right here. <laughs> We're neighbors now, and we should get to know each other. Would you like to have a soda at the drugstore? My treat. Oh, I'd love to, Emily, but I can't leave the house now. Uh, we married women are so tied down. You're married? Yes. Keepers, it must be wonderful to have a husband. I'm simply perishing to marry Harold. Oh? Is Harold nice? Is he nice? He's groovy. Then he's like George. He has lots of wrinkles, too. <laughs> no, Gracie, he's solid. Oh, he's not like George. He's sort of flabby. <laughs> You're still mixed up. Don't you speak English? Well, sure. Let's try some. <laughs> well, I mean, Harold is the most wonderful, sensational man who ever lived. But my father won't let me marry him until he gets a raise. When will he get a raise? Never. He works for my father. <laughs> Mom. 
That is bad. Dad owns a big department store, and he gave Harold a job. Well, what does he do? He follows the cleaning women around and rings out their mops. <laughs> oh, Dad told him he should start at the bottom. Oh, your father's right. You can't ring out a mop from the top. <laughs> Anyhow, it's a perfectly ghastly situation. Well, you and Harold should do what George and I did. We eloped. Oh, an elopement would be awfully romantic. Mm-hmm, the most romantic thing in the world. My sister Bessie's been engaged for 30 years, but she refuses to marry our fiancé because he won't elope with her. Well, why won't he? Oh, he's a bricklayer, and the union won't let him climb the ladder after 5 o'clock. <laughs> I'd adore to elope, Gracie, but... But Harold would be simply petrified. I could never talk him into it. Well, I could. You send him over here on his lunch hour, and I'll arrange everything. Oh, Gracie, you've given me new hope. I'll see that Harold gets here, but deaf. Deaf or not, I'll talk him into it. (laughs) Oh, George, I'm so glad you're back. I have the most exciting news. You, You know the new neighbors in the corner house. Yes. Well, tonight we're going to help their daughter elope. Gracie, shouldn't we let the people live here an hour before you start wrecking their lives? But, George, I'm doing something nice. I'm helping their daughter get married. Does she have, uh, does she have, uh, 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 does she have parental consent? Of course not. She's perfectly healthy. Do her mother and father object? No, they're glad she's healthy. Do they object to the marriage? Oh, that. Oh, that, yes. Oh, that. yes, yes. They don't approve of Harold. Well, then, then we're not getting into trouble. I'm off to a great start with the mother. She likes me. Well, if she likes you, maybe you can get her on our side. You mean I should come right out and ask her if her daughter can elope? Well, no, not that bluntly. Sort of hit around and find out how she feels about impulsive marriages. All right, I'll do it. God. I feel like Cupid. Well, you're much better dressed. Now run along. Well, I see you're out in the yard again, Mrs. Dady. Yes, I saw you coming. <clears throat> that is, I... Uh... I spend a great deal of time in the yard. Uh, Mrs. Dayton, I uh, realize we haven't known each other very long to talk about things like this, but, uh, well, uh, how do you feel about impulsive marriages? Why, uh, I have a cookie. <laughs> Again with the cookies. <clears throat> Thank you. I'll just slip this one in my pocket. What I mean is, Mrs. Dayton, if two people are really in love, don't you think it's wrong for them to wait? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. And the poet said, True love knoweth not the shackles of time. It waiteth not that it pineth not. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, how, uh, how do you feel about elopement? Elopement? <laughs> another cookie. <laughs> you don't happen to have a stove here in the yard. <laughs> well, uh, nothing, nothing. Uh, then uh, an elopement is okay with you? Oh, yes. That's the romantic, most romantic thing that can happen to a girl. Yes, it seems to mean a lot to a woman. I, uh, I elope with my wife. Oh, yes, your wife. You have my deepest sympathy. <laughs> well, you've heard about it. <laughs> well, frankly, I drew my own conclusions. Uh, how long has she been gone up there? 
<laughs> he is and he is. <laughs> My heart goes out to you. Thanks. Well, I'll check back again about the elopement. <laughs> Goodbye, Mrs. Davis. Oh, revoir, Mr. Burns. It's happened at last. Just think you'll never have to bake another lousy cookie. Recognize that song, George? Oh, sure, Toby. I was a riot with that in the Jefferson Center on 14th Street. In this heart of mine, you'll live all the time. Sweet Sue, 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 no one but you. Boom. That's right, George. Sweet Sue, a grand song written 20 years ago. But, George, I wonder if you would have recognized it so easily if the orchestra hadn't done such a smooth job of blending together all the musical parts. What do you mean, Kelby? Well, let's take another popular song of that year and see if you can recognize it when Harry Lubin plays the musical part separately. All right. Let's try it. How are you doing, George? Playing musical guessing game? Yes, Gracie. See if you can recognize this song. Now, we'll start out with the beautifully mellow harmony. Give me another hint. All right. Next, we'll take the rich counter melody. Another hint. Well, now we'll give you the strong and vigorous rhythm. Well, I almost got it. Give me another hint. Well, here it is, Gracie. Now we'll combine all the musical parts with melody. Uh, one more hint and I'll have it. Gracie, that's Carolina Moon. That's the hint I needed. It's Carolina Moon. What do I get? Get lost. Well, it's the same with the creation of America's favorite brand of coffee, Maxwell House Coffee. No other coffee brings you that mellow, satisfying, good-to-the-last-drop flavor. No coffee but Maxwell House. To create this world-famous Maxwell House flavor, our experts must combine not one, but many superb varieties of highland-grown Latin American coffees. With care and skill, they select Manizales for mellowness. For richness, they add Medellins. For bigger, they add other choice coffees. And for fine full body, they add Bucaramangas. All blended into one great coffee, radiant roasted to flavor perfection, and brought to you vacuum packed and roaster fresh. Best of all, you can enjoy the famous flavor of Maxwell House for just a fraction of a penny more per cup than the lowest price coffee sold. So, friends, why settle for anything but the best in coffee drinking pleasure? Tomorrow, enjoy the extra flavor of America's favorite brand of coffee, Maxwell House. Always good to the last drop.
George, did you speak to Emily's mother? Yeah, the idea of elopement is okay with her. In fact, she couldn't have been any more eager if she was going to be married herself. Well, wonderful. Now, all we have... Oh, that must be Harold. Come in. Hello. Are you Gracie? Yes. And you're Harold. Yeah, that's right. I belong to Emily. <laughs> you're sweet. Shake hands with my husband. Oh, how do you do, sir? Hiya, Carol. <laughs> oh, where'd you get that grip? I ring out mops all day. <laughs> and my hand is bone dry. Gosh, I can't believe that you're a married man. Why not? You just don't look like you've been in paradise. <laughs> this may be murder. Uh, we, um, we had Emily send you over because we want to help you. Uh, you really love her, don't you, Harold? Oh, yes. Emily's always in my mind. Even when I ring out those mops in her father's <laughs> store... The water that drips back into the pail seems to say, Emily. <laughs> Emily. It's a very poetic thought. Well, it is. Did you ever have a thought like that about me? Well, of course. But uh, I was in a walnut grove on a windy day. <laughs> and every nut that fell on the ground seemed to say, Gracie. <laughs> Harold, uh, why don't you marry Emily? Her father won't let me marry her until I get a raise. And he won't give me a raise. He's mean. Well, then elope with Emily tonight. Elope? Sure, kid. Man as mean as a father deserves a son-in-law like you. <laughs> You're right. I'll do it. Good. I'll write the elopement note to Emily. Gracie, the note should be written in Harold's own hand. Oh, all right. Stick out your hand, Harold. <laughs> In his handwriting. Oh, well, I'll dictate it, Harold. Here's a pen and paper. I'm ready. Um, uh, my beloved darling, at midnight we elope. Have a light burning in your window. Until then, I adore you, I worship you, I love you madly. Shall I sign it, a friend? <laughs> That's a little cold. Make it a close friend. <laughs> Sign it to your lover, and then hurry and take it over to Emily. Me? In broad daylight? Oh, her father will kill me. Oh, all right. George will take it. Meet us here at a quarter of twelve tonight. Yes, ma'am. I'll go home and shave now. Oh, you're going to say that, sweet. So you look nice for the wedding. No, that's not it. This is the day of the month I always shave. <laughs> so long, kid. Goodbye. Well, George, haven't you taken that note to Emily yet? Well, I thought I'd wait till it got a little darker. Her father's pretty big and rough, you know. Uh, come in. Well, hiya, Burgess. Welcome home. Hello, good How are you? Fine. Golly, it's been a long time. Let me look at you. Gracie, you look absolutely wonderful. And, George, I'm going to say the same thing to you. Really, Bill? Yeah, Gracie looks absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Flatter up. 
Well, what did you do with yourself all summer? Well, Gracie, a friend of mine invited me up to his hunting lodge, a quiet, secluded place, no nightlife, no parties, and not a woman within a hundred miles. How'd you like it? Who went? <laughs> Well, will you stay for dinner, Bill? You see, I'd like to, Gracie, but I've got to run. Bill, drop this note off at the brick house on the corner. You're ordering me to? Oh, no, I'm... I won't do it. Who do you think you are, the President of the United States? But, Bill, it's for a pretty young girl. Give me the note, Harry. <laughs> I hope this chick is as young and pretty as George said. Yes? Oh, hello. Uh, I have a note from Mr. Burns down the street, and, and I... Oh, that's for me. Well, but he said that you were young and pretty. He did? Oh, he's old, isn't he? He's downright foolhardy. <laughs> oh, I wonder what the note says. Let me have it quickly. Well, I don't think I'd better... This note can't oh, be for you... Better. You can come in and have a cup of coffee while I'm reading it, and then you can deliver my reply. Well, but I tell you, you're not the... A cup of coffee? Well, yes. And if I do say so myself, I make the best cup of coffee in town. Maxwell House? Why, yes. How did you know? Well, you said you made the best cup of coffee in town, and that's got to be Maxwell House. Isn't it terrific? Oh, yes. I've been using Maxwell House coffee since 1890 to... Uh... <laughs> All my life. Do you think Mr. Burns likes Maxwell House coffee? Well, any man who lives and breathes likes Maxwell House coffee. Oh, wait a minute. That didn't answer your question about Mr. Burns, did it? <laughs> yes, he likes it, too. Oh, I knew he would. Fragrant Maxwell House coffee to start the day off right. It's wonderful. Well, keep talking, honey. You're getting younger and prettier every minute. <laughs> well, I do think Maxwell House is just simply delicious. Keep going. You just passed your early temple. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Why, everybody knows that Maxwell House is the most popular brand of coffee in the whole country. That did it. This note is definitely for you, chick. Here. Oh, thank you. Oh, I wonder what it says. Divine. Tonight at midnight, Mr. Burns is coming to get me. And together we will share life's most glorious adventures. Oh, excuse me, I must get ready. They're going to share life's most glorious adventures? They better not let Gracie catch him having Maxwell House coffee together. <laughs> Emily's house. It's just two minutes to twelve. Grab the ladder and get going, kid. There's a light in that upstairs window. Is that Emily's bedroom, Harold? Gosh, I wouldn't know a thing like that. <laughs> well, I guess it is. Hurry and run up the ladder. I... I can't. My bones have turned to water. Well, then trickle up the ladder. <laughs> I just can't. I'm too scared. But this is Emily's elopement. Somebody's got to carry her down the ladder. Well, there's only one of us that can do that. Oh, all right. If I must, I must. <laughs> I meant me. You wait here. 
you're ready. Hey, got down here in a hurry. Anxious to elope, huh? <laughs> Have a cookie. <laughs> Mrs. Dayton. Oh, what a romantic moment you chose. Do you realize this is the witching hour? I do now. <laughs> Look, Mrs. Dayton, I, I know you sort of fell for me, but what about your husband? He's dead. Oh, you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> no matter how desirable I am, you shouldn't have killed him. Oh, I didn't kill him. He's been dead 12 years. Hold on. Aren't you Emily's mother? Oh, no, I'm her aunt. Oh, you must have known I was a widow when you asked me to elope. You thought that I... <clears throat> Wait here. <laughs> it's a terrible misunderstanding, Gracie. This widow thinks I'm going to elope and marry her. Mr. Burns, come back. Martha's waiting. Now the old man is there. Well, George, I've got an idea. What? You go back and stall him. Harold and I will sneak around and get Emily and start for the Justice of the Peace. Yeah. And when you hear me honk the horn, mm. you know we're on our way. I see. <laughs> so you see, Martha and I can't get married tonight. We haven't got a license. Oh, I've had one ready for ten years. <laughs> it's made out for Martha Dayton and to whom it may concern. And as far as I'm concerned, you're to whom? <laughs> but I wouldn't make a good husband. I, I, I walk in my sleep and, and I snore and, and... Oh, well, now I can tell you the truth. I already have a wife. What? That's right. She's, uh, she's taking Harold and Emily to the justice of the peace right now. They're going to be married. And you're going to jail. What for? My daughter is a minor. And if you help her get married without my consent, I'll send you up for ten years. Holy smoke. Wait here. Maybe I can catch them. In sickness and in health till death do you part. Answer I do. I... 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 He do. <laughs> And do you, Emily, take Harold for your lawful wedded husband to love? George! Emily can't get married without permission. Why not? She's a minor. You mean she has to ask John L. Lewis? <laughs> She's under 18. Go home, kids. There'll be no wedding tonight. But, George, I've already given the justice of the peace five dollars. Well, he'll give it back. I will not. You got me out of a warm bed in the middle of the night to perform a wedding ceremony, which I am perfectly willing to do. But there's nobody here who... George, take my hand. Gracie, will you stop? It'll be fun. Proceed, Mr. Justice. <coughs> you, George, paid this woman, Thursday when we'll all be back. George Burns, Gracie Allen, Bill Goodwin, Harry Lubin, and the Maxwell House Orchestra, and yours truly, Toby Reed. Good things. The easy way. Do you like good things the easy way? Then get instant Maxwell House coffee. Oh, good. So good. 
true coffee flavor and fragrance because Instant Maxwell House is not a so-called coffee product. It's all pure Maxwell House coffee in instant form. And so easy. So easy. Instant Maxwell House means great coffee instantly in your cup. No fuss, no muff, no bother. Today, try Instant Maxwell House. Instantly good to the last drop. Good night, everybody. Good night and good luck from the makers of Maxwell House, America's favorite brand of coffee. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.